No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available, and spots are extremely limited, so visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongssummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. this thing on hey wait maybe i need to do this uh-oh 
wrecked them damn near oh, killed Jesus them. Jesus, Apple. <sighs> hey, okay. how's everybody doing out there? Oh, did you Was push it? record? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even. Okay, wow. Uh huh. How eep, you like me now? Yeah. Eep, ork, ooh, ah, ah. What's that mean? I love you. I, I'm not saying it. I'll let Mel say it. Yeah, that was cuter. Yeah. <sighs> welcome. Yeah, welcome to the porch, everybody. How's it going out there? How are you feeling today? Um, uh, this is Aaron. This is Mel. And this is Apple. And those are birds in the background. They real ones. Real live birds. That's not a sound effect. And they're super cute, guys. Mm-hmm. They're tiny little feet and they're little tubby <laughs> bellies and they're really cute. They are the cutest little birds, and then when, and they brawl. Yeah, they, they do. They could be sitting out here like, oh, look how cute they are, and then they start ripping each other's feathers. I forgot <laughs> to tell you about this, Apple. I told Mel, I was out here, it was like maybe 5.30 in the morning a couple weeks ago, and uh, I was sitting here drinking coffee, scrolling through Instagram. It's all quiet out here, and all of a sudden, wham! Into the glass. One of the birds came flying and slammed into the glass right here. Oh, and then went and landed over there on the ground and kind of... All kind of stunned. Had, so wait, when birds hit their head, do they have people that spin around their head? <laughs> like in the cartoons? Maybe. Do they get little cute concussions? I, I'm sh- Well, they have a brain, right? You're about to say I'm sure, but you're not. I'm not, I, <laughs> not sure. I would imagine so. Is see, that, see, that's why happy. You guys did a good job of cleaning the windows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Wham. So if you haven't already guessed by the first one minute and 50 seconds of Heads Talking this week, we really have no topic this week. There's no yeah. overlying, underlying, side-lying theme. We're just here. We're hanging out on the porch, and we decided that you guys should hang out with us. So yeah. here we are. We're hanging out together. Yeah. We decided it. We did. Okay. I, I fibbed. There, I have an agenda. Oh my gosh! Give me a second. Why all the build-ups for like, bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> that, you know what? Seriously though, like, there's times when no. So we've said in the past, like, no simple road is alive. Like the show is an entity in the multiverse, right? And it's alive. And I was telling Apple the other day, like. If the DMs and the email, if you look at it a certain way, that's like the voice of the show and the listeners. You know what I'm saying? Like, if the show was talking back to us, it is through the DMs and the people that listen to it. Yeah. And we've been getting this overwhelming, consistent message from different people over the past few weeks. New people. New and old, both. And it's kind of tripped out. Like, I think that's really cool. Um, The message that I, at least how I've interpreted it, is like, because things are so isolated right now and so weird, and we've missed now most of a summer of live music, and that's going to continue for the foreseeable future. We aren't able to gather. We're missing each other that the show is providing a lifeline for people to feel connected and a part of something. It's giving them at least a small piece of the community that we're all missing so bad. And um, I have a couple of emails I want to read. The f- uh, this, not that. <laughs> I don't want to read that one. Um, <laughs> this, this one's really cool. This is from Morgan W. 
And Morgan's subject is on the thing. And I'm doing air quotes around the thing. Hey, NSR family, I'll forewarn you now. I have a feeling this will be pretty long-winded, but here it goes. I love the podcast. I think there's a vulnerability to it that allows for lots of interesting thought and discussion, which is why I'm writing you guys. In your most recent interview with Mojo Han, one of the first questions you asked them was what that thing is about the dead community that's so powerful and lasting. That got me thinking a whole lot about what that is to me, and I must admit, I actually had to pause the podcast to allow myself to think about this clearly for a while. Okay, let's stop there for a second. (laughs) What do you think of that? Just that by itself. That it's um, the podcast has become interactive. Okay. And making people think that the like okay, who wow. thunk? That's I need to stop and think about that and form my own opinion before he heard their opinion. Okay. I like that. Okay. But I felt compelled to share and contribute the conversation to the conversation because this is something that's really sacred to me and I think about it a lot. I think it's sort of that idea and knowing that everything that leads hang on, I'm gonna start that over. I think it's sort of that idea and knowing that everything they do leads you to, I guess you could call it eternity. I think I read Bob say that in relation to Jerry's guitar playing, but I think it may be best worded that we have to describe the whole thing. I think all good art or writing or philosophy or anything that connects us does this. It never really explains that thing because it never really will, no matter how hard it tries. Instead, it's all just fingers pointing to the thing. I think Robert Hunter, as well as the whole band, knew this, and I think he intentionally did this in his writing. He never explicitly said what he wanted to say. Instead, he set up the perfect environment and circumstance for you to stumble upon that thing on your own. The band did this musically as well. I think that's genius because A, it becomes far more meaningful to the individual, and B, it means that everybody's path there is completely different, which sort of involves everybody in this universal tapestry slash art piece. Some rise, some fall, some climb to get to Terrapin. Because we're all one at some point, we came from one atom, and then it shattered and spiraled outward for millions of years and became us and everything we know today. And I think this method of making art spirals us all back into that one point for each of our individual spaces that we occupy. I think this may be the group mind thing they talked about. It creates a philosophical spiritual fractal, which is just a beautiful living work of art and is common in the hunter slash dead universe. Everything is a mirror of everything else. Everything is going out and then back in again and back out. And I think that's what great art is, a mirror of our world and life itself. It's science. It's physics. It's the roots of our world, and it's the only real truth I've ever known. It's sacred. It's powerful. It's everyone and everything, and it's eternal. This thing will never die, because this thing is death as much as it is life. It's indescribable, and I think that's the point, and I fucking love it. Thanks so much for reading. P.S. I apologize if this doesn't make sense. I tried to make it as short as possible, so I omitted quite a lot, and it was still way too long. Haha. That was not way too long. No, it was Morgan. Yeah, <laughs> I think in maybe a lot of circumstances, we have to censor ourselves, like the duration or what we say, but 
I feel like if you're writing into this show, like, and maybe I'm just telling everybody this from here on out, don't censor yourself. If you think it's too long, fuck it. Go for it. Like, let it be five okay. pages, Aaron ten will pages. No, or, I'm, I'm j- I'm no we'll make something interesting with it. We'll, it'll, you know, like, if this show is, like, thought-provoking in that kind of a way that's going to um, arise in you, the ability to write, like, lengthy theories and explanations of your experiences and hell yeah i'm i want to hear every word and that was great that morgan that totally made sense it didn't and i think i think probably after you edited it i mean that came across very clear without meandering or anything that what morgan talked about saying that hunter never directly described Mm. the thing um that is one of the things, one of my favorite things about the Grateful Dead, it alludes to it. It, it stays a mystery. It dances next to it. It colors in the outline of it, but never shades it all the way through. It never it leaves names it, up, it. No, it leaves it up to you and, and it, to it, many interpretations. It reminds me of the lyric, what, sh- what shall we say? Shall we call it by a name? As well to count the angels dancing on a pin. You can't, you can't <laughs> name this thing, and it, that was the th- one of the things that like kept me interested and kept it f- fresh for thirty plus years, because your life experience is always evolving; it's always changing. You're not the same person you were when you went to your first dead show. You're just not. You're older. You've gone through shit your perceptions your morality your everything has changed since Mm -hmm. then but if hunter and the band were to name that thing then as you changed it could not change with yeah yeah because those songs mean so many different things throughout your life and it's open that's what's great about improv it's open to improvisation and you can change it and it changes with you yeah, and that's As you why change, like you just said, you change all your whole life and the music stays with you and it changes with you. Like one song can have like various different versions of itself because it changes with who's there, who's how the person that's playing it feels, whether it's a tribute or whether you're trying to sound like somebody else or whether you're interpreting it like it's infinite. And so it's always remains a mystery, which is another really awesome thing that I love about the dead is the mystery and the synchronicity and the unpredictability of the evening. And it's like he said in that, like you said, you just said the word infinite and infinity. And then he, he pulled it back to uh, eternity. Mm -hmm. It's eternal and infinite. Yeah. I, the, that part of it is so incredible to me. Like that something that says the same thing over and over can mean something different every time you hear it. That's magic words. So words themselves are magic. Like I can create thought, action, images, action, in you with my words just simply by vibrating my throat 
and putting sounds together a certain way, you understand it. And that creates this explosion in your brain of all these things. Right. And there's a reason they call it spelling. You know, that's you're casting a spell Spell. with words. And to be able to have put together this entire lexicon of a catalog not explaining explaining something yeah <laughs> and then you see it live and that's it's what's like, so what awesome fuck? about seeing it live again and again is it's like it's like speaking the inflection in something in tone what do you, what do you mean and like the way they play like just like speech like you were talking about like like the inflection in your tone can change a word so much so when we see them play you know sometimes they may be not that into it and the next time they're really into it and it's really upbeat the next time it's a little lower tempo it, it it's constantly morphing within them every time they play it in a different inflection and in tone and speech and that's that's the thing that i think the musicians that we've spoken to when they talk about the musical language that's why yeah. music is a language that makes sense i never thought about it like that like it is communicating through tone and yeah. inflection and each note is its own individual word like the minor chords and are diminished and feel off and then you hit a major chord and it brings that resolution around and depending on how loud you play it or how soft it's that's a trip man that's and like, they're masters of that language <laughs> and it's one that you never master you that true yeah you're always learning like when we talked to billy strings i was it floors me that somebody that's that good still feels like they've got they want to be better like because there's always better i don't know i there's no satisfaction complete satisfaction there's just not i can't get no is that the what the four they call it the four noble truths and like the first one is life is suffering. I don't see. I don't even think it's that deep. It's just like you're not going to it's there is no such thing as all. I don't think there's such thing as 100 percent. I really don't. Wait, we had a whole thing about 110 <laughs> percent. That's 110 percent. Well, now this is a new school That's theory. <laughs> this is the new new. Oh, right. That is old old. The, the Rona version. <laughs> it's the Rona version. Things have changed. Yeah, like absolutes are fluid. The, okay. Absolutes are fluid. Hmm. So in <laughs> in um, <laughs> sorry guys. <laughs> in religion, like they're always talking about absolute truth. Not anymore. How? There's, How can it be? There's no such thing as that. When if you're defining things and those things that you're defining are saying that's not what I am. You have to listen to that thing that's saying <laughs> you, have, <laughs> no. you have no choice. Well, see, I thought absolute truth was when you drank too much vodka. Right. That's, that's closer to absolute. That's, a, that's absolute <laughs> truth. You no longer have a filter. Oh. <laughs> wow, that was terrible. Um, I think that the way that you see things colors your idea of truth. You know what I mean by that? Your perception. Well, yeah, of course. Your perception colors every single thing that you ever. So 
the metaphor that I always think of when somebody brings this up is like a rainstorm and how to the farmer, the rainstorm is awesome and beautiful and that's his truth. And then to the homeless guy, the rainstorm is a nightmare because he doesn't have anywhere to go. And so there's no absolute in that. It's all based on perception yeah. and how you see it and to circumstance. Tie it, yeah, to tie it back to the dead, like to be able to write down the way that they did thoughts about something that's even hard to think about by itself is astounding to me. Like it's like trying to throw a dart through a ghost. Can you pause it for right now? Yeah. Why? I have to move this trash can. All I smell is ashes. All right. We're back. No more ashes. No. Okay. Ashes. Ashes. Oh, see, they're everywhere. We are everywhere. It's true. Saint of circumstance. Oh my gosh. Anyway, (laughs) so back to what we were talking about, um, the voice of the show thing. So uh, here's another one that we got. This is from Mike C. And the subject is love. I just wanted to say I love you guys. I appreciate Mm -hmm. you you all. And I hope you know we're out there and love what you do. (laughs) We need you. And I hope I, I can hug your neck someday. Mike. <laughs> I hope I can hug your neck someday. Hell yeah. Thanks, Mike. That uh, is those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just all of it. <laughs> Just got another one. You guys are awesome. That's mm-hmm. that's that. Hell um, yeah. Thank you. You're awesome. <laughs> Hang on. I got a couple more. F- say something. <laughs> Somebody else talk say for a something. minute. Say something. Oh. Uh, what are... I, I just like where this has gone. Th- thank you, Morgan, for like pausing and like that's awesome. Yeah, that we're thought provoking, and then you throw that back, and the conversation continues, and now it brought out. We're sitting here thinking and thinking and speaking as we're coming up with more. It's just amazing, like that we're talking about. Like this is organic; it has life yeah. of its own with all of us involved. We're all playing in the band. Oh shit. The best band that's not a band, right? Yeah. Ba-da-ba, World Tour 2021. <laughs> there's there's so many of them, man. Okay, here's another one. Um, hey, No Simple Road, I listened uh, to the first few minutes of your episode with Dave Schools. I intend to listen to all of it. I was so sorry to hear about Mel's panic attack and heart palpitation. Back in May, I had heart palps so bad, I thought I was having a heart attack. Landed me in the ER. A month later, I had a stress test, and they said my heart's fine. I'm sure she knows and is surrounded by love, but she will be okay. So far, I'm okay. I still suffer with extreme anxiety and hypochondria every day. This is a terrible time for everybody, but even worse for people with mental illness and anxiety. Mm. I appreciate the music interviews, but I also appreciate your talk about health and how we can take care of ourselves. We miss shows so much, and I think we're going to be okay. But thank you for the brief respite when I'm out for a walk or a jog with my dog, Maddie. Keep on. Maddie. Keep on keeping on, Chris and East Lansing. Oh, shout out to Maddie and Chris. Yeah. That's sweet, too. That they, I mean, because that's a pretty, that's like private time. You're out walking your dog with your headphones on. There's a million things you could put in your ear. And thank you for 
making yeah. that us <laughs> and enjoying it. And thanks for thanks for saying that to me. I appreciate that. I always find it hard to talk about myself and my stuff on about this. Like, I think I people am. would be surprised to hear that. Yeah, I know, but it's it's the truth. So, how you been? How have I been? Mm-hmm. Well, like since that happened, how you been? Oh, since that happened, um, <laughs> I'm all right. You know, I mean, that. I am all right. Like generally, generally, I'm a happy-go-lucky person. So even on a bad day, I'm kind of fine. But yeah, like it's been roller coastery, and we've been having stuff with the kids growing up, and just you know, parenting being different, and talking about buying a home, and just so many like big life event thoughts even during this pandemic like what is a city without its music the legacy of the new york philharmonic is incredible nearly two centuries of history that's a lot of music and a lot of stories i was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking i can't quite believe this is happening Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. It's still been, like, life busy somehow. Not like busy, we're running around doing a bunch of things. Like, things are still occurring that need to be dealt with. And, like... The big thing. Yeah, big like things. You, yeah. And so... Just that, just like, you know, being in the body of having to, you know, go through it, go through life. And yeah, I'm just, I'm, you know, the whole thing with my career I've been thinking about, like, I don't feel like I need to move or do anything, but everything's, I've just been very contemplative. And so I'm just seeing a lot of my life through that lens, like more of an inquiry as opposed to a, I need to change something or do something. It's just like, what is this? What is this like? Why, why is that here? What are you know? What are you doing that this for? What are you doing about this? Like, not necessarily judgment or condemnation or any kind of, you know, trying to dissect it. It's just like what. I think part of that comes from, and we've said this before, but like, the day to day busyness of life has been squelched yeah. we aren't we we should have been at the gorge and and then northwest string summit right now like all that stuff is not happening so there's your view is different you it's like having your window looking out a certain way your view is changed and so we're forced right now to pay attention to ourselves more. Yeah, focus has been flipped back on us. Absolutely. Instead of outside stuff. Expect like people like us and our listeners and everything too. Our whole community is all about be kind and we love nothing more than helping others. And right now you can't really do that. So Well, I mean I mean you can't you know what this episode is all about. Like you can do what you can do where you can do it and and I think we've always said that also like wherever you can if you can help your neighbor get her groceries if you can wear a mask to make somebody feel comfortable if you can you know donate money to a profit uh, you know that your organization that you really are loving or aligned with do what you can do but 
like that other unnecessary suffering that we put ourselves through for not being enough or not doing enough or not helping people out there. Like right now, the best thing we can do for our planet is strengthen the individual so that we're all strong to be able to help together. Like there's so much stuff going on. And if we're strong, then we contribute to the strength of it, not to the you know sickness of it. And so that's kind of, the messages that I've been feeling and getting like dealing with these things in my own home that I don't like, or that are possibly not helpful or whatever, whatever my, the thing is just like taking care of my four walls that I, t- I, I created, you know, yeah. taking care of what you made. And we're spending a lot more time home. I mean, I, I would gather that, most of the people that are listening right now feel the same way. Like you're at your house a lot more than you have ever been. Mm -hmm. And so it, it makes, like I said, it changes your viewpoint on everything and your priorities start to shift because of being forced to be where you're at. Your things that you would have normally let slide you, you can't do <laughs> you can't it because it's it. Con- it continually digging into you. It's like, well, the slides at the, you're at the end of the slide yeah, and there's like nowhere to go. Like brushing <laughs> up against and something itchy or sleeping no, on it all night. And there's, there's not a, as many excuses. Oh no. To, oh, like, 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 like we've talked to several people like that honeydew list and the, the things that you have been putting off or like, yeah, okay, we'll take care of that next month, next month. Now it's like, well, shit. I need to take care of that now. Mm-hmm. And then we're strengthening ourselves and our homes and yeah. our families. For, yeah. It's called fortifying is this is that yeah. time, you know, strengthening and, and then also noticing the weaknesses and the problems, exactly and the leaks that are in on. the home and you know what growing it's up, happening. you know, <laughs> I, I just, yeah, it's just been, it's a marathon. It's a marathon and I'm, you know, sometimes I get a little tired. I go to sleep early because <laughs> I need it. You know, I, I notice yeah. that just because I'm not as active doesn't mean I'm not as tired. Ooh. I, I was tripping out on this, that very thing the other day. I was thinking to myself, okay, back before all this happened, like I would get up in the morning, get ready for work, drive my commute, go to an office walk around the parking lot at work, do stuff all day long, go out to eat, out doing shit all day. And then now I'm home Mm -hmm. in the office eight hours a day, five days a week. And just the amount of physical movement is so much less. And I was tripping out thinking, how can I possibly be this tired I was never this tired before when I was out moving around, but now sit me down for seven, eight hours. When work is over, I want to go to sleep, man. When you're working that mental, we're all working that mental muscle mm-hmm. way more. Mm-hmm. Mental exhaustion yeah. is, that's different than physical. Mental, mental to mental exhaustion sometimes. Like we've talked, we've all talked about like, to me, mental exhaustion is like when you go, when you are so tired, it's like, I'm going to sleep. And then you go lay down and eyes pop open because your mind still, it, it's not being able to shut your mind down. And there's a lot to think about right now. To me, mm-hmm. I keep on thinking, 
this is like the great unknown mm-hmm. right now. Nobody knows Jack. There's all kinds of things you hear every day, but nobody, I mean, there are, there's no, there's not a whole lot of help, a whole lot of answers or anything right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it reminds me of having a bad trip and having that feeling of, oh shit, I'm never coming down. Yeah. That's, Am I going to stay like this? That's how like, I feel. It's like purgatory. I totally feel yeah. like, like yeah. that same like, kind of like mm-hmm. trapped oh, between shit feeling. Mm-hmm at times like like a limbo mm-hmm. we're literally yeah, we're under limbo. the longest limbo line ever and that rope oh, keeps shit. going and going uh, <laughs> we were just that's a great analogy i just it, picture it was, it's like it was, oh, it was fun at first and then now it's Holy like wait my back hurts my knees <laughs> i need to stand up <laughs> we were just talking to coyote a little while ago and i was like the thing that has been challenging one of the things that's been challenging is the the light at the end of the tunnel will show up and then disappear and show up and disappear. Yeah. And it's like, man, but you know what? Like through all of this, one of the things that I've held on to is like, it, it's just got to get better. It, it has to. It, if you don't have optimism, you're going to have, gonna a, have bad a bad time. time. <laughs> you don't do pizza and fries. Well, no, it's just like the, it's not being fake or, you know, any of that, you know, horse shit. You have to. <laughs> no horse shit. Well, but in, any, in order to be a human being, you have to believe that there's something better going to happen and go forward and move forward. Otherwise, that's when we fall into our deep depressions. That's and called hope. I guess it's hope. Faith. Yeah, but I, I think it's more hope because, f- I don't know. I, That's why I say faith, optimism faith because it's just some type of a positive thought process that even if it's really poopy right now, it's going to be better. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't know what kind of better. You don't know it's when gotta it's going to be better. It's say it's, it's got to be. And and you it, know what? It will eventually. If, if we take a, just a single 24-hour day. There's crescendos and peaks and valleys and boring spots in that 24 hours. So during this pandemic, there's going to be boring spots like right now. Like, right, what the hell's going on? Like, are we going to school? Are we not going to school? Are we, you know, like, are we going to open up? We're not like, there's, it's just holding time. And so maybe this would be the time where we're falling asleep in the middle of the night where nothing's happening, you know? Like, every period of time has its peaks and valleys and it's activity mm. and we're just in a hard time right now where it's fucking feels like we've been in this for yeah wait, wait, not knowing that's one they were just talking about that when i got home one thing right now well all our love and hearts go out to all those people that are raising kids and stuff like right yeah. now and it's nothing rude because you hear there's like everything there's different sides and stuff but Everybody, you know, you want, first of all, you want your kids to be getting educated and stuff. Absolutely. Uh, you need to work. Daycare is expensive. Yep. There's so many things that are raising a kid that well, a lot of our clientele that comes in, they're regular, they're, they're weathering it well. They're doing it, but you see the look on their face, how, how tired they are. Like, you know, because now everything well, anybody that has kids knows that they don't do what you ask them to do. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> if you have a kid, you know that fact. So and going to school, socializing, yeah. learning discipline, a lot of things. Yeah. Think about like when you get into a fight with your parent and then you you get to go to school. Like maybe you have a shitty day because you got into a fight, but like you're away from them. You have somewhere to escape to. 
kids you can go don't and especially at a young age, like K through like five. Yeah, so I kids, mean, that's the real developmental, and that's yeah. been removed. Like, there's a girl that I work with that they were talking about us going back to the office in October, possibly, and she was like, "I can't do that. I physically." Either we'll have to choose because of having to kids. stay home with my kids or go to work. Yeah, I don't have a choice, and that really like struck me that there's that's, that's representative of a huge cross section mm-hmm. of the people that are listening to the show right now, and having to choose between one or the other because okay, if things start opening back up slowly, like businesses with their limits and stuff, which it has, great. But there's still no camps. There's, I mean, not everywhere, of course. Every state is different. But, like, the majority of kids, where the hell are they going to go for f- hours and hours on end throughout the day, through the summer, through the fall? Well, and as a parent, too, you're also stuck with that because I've heard that from several people with kids. that they, they want their kids to be going back. But they're also nervous about like if it opens back up like this ain't safe yet Mm-mm. i don't want to send my kid back to there was who was it we listened to a comedian the other day it said something oh no it was a teacher i heard it was saying something and it was just fun he's like he's an educator up here it was on knpr or something he's like and i you know and i know i mean this in the best way but everybody will know what i mean kids are petri dishes they're, they're dirt, you know, just inherently. Oh, yeah, they go, yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they have no social etiquette. They're picking their butts, their nose, everything. Mm-hmm. They don't think about it. They have no concept yeah, of that. social distancing. They don't no, understand what's going on. No. And to try to go back to school when things are not okay or. I, you know, I appreciate the fact that we have an oasis that we've created. In, in the midst of all of this. Sorry, I just got it. Midnight a, at the Oasis. Oh, there you go. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, I just had area time. Oasis. Um, I appreciate that. Like, the fact that people that listen are getting a break from everything that we're talking about right now. Like, they'll listen to an interview with Billy Strings or Mark Levy or whatever. And for an hour and 45 minutes... You're not thinking about any of that. You're reminded of the things that make you happy. Unless we're talking about it like we are now. No, <laughs> no I'm talking about our, our yeah, interview our stuff. This, yeah, that's talking yeah, this is, is a little us, different. This is just us that's talking. talking is our real life. Yeah. <laughs> and that, I'm proud of that, man. I think that's awesome. And Do you need a drink, baby? No, it's super important. Like, it was really, I think we talked about it when we talked to Alex Jordan, maybe, or maybe at the beginning of Mojo Hand. I can't remember when we were talking about it, but it's an honor to be a voice for a community of people. That's a huge deal. Like, that isn't something that I take lightly. Do you know what I mean? It's it's not um, just like oh I'm cool. So what does it mean to you? You, you don't take it lightly, but what like what is it? What is it to you? Hmm. What's it to you? What's it to you? Um, 
whether it's about a responsibility, whether it's and about a. You're talking about this other night. That it's like there's not quite a word for it because it's not a response. Like a responsibility. Yeah. When I think of the word, I, also responsibility has a negative connotation in my head. It's, too. A, pr- it's a pressure. I mean, you are responsible for this. This no, is where a, I feel like the vernacular could. We could use a new something for that. You know what? You know, I'm like gr- a new I, feeling or etiquette or word. I'm grateful. And I know that sounds cheesy, but it's true. Like, I'm grateful to have the opportunity to do that. I am grateful for the conversations that we've had. I'm grateful for all of the folks that feel like they can come to the porch and have a break. And all that feedback and stuff is all affirmation of what we're doing. Right. Everybody wants to hear, like, being affirmed that, like, everybody wants a pat on the back and add up, like, that means a lot. And even the negative stuff that's come our way, we discussed that, too. That Mm -hmm. That's awesome. As I was going to say a minute ago, who was it, Ian? Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that wrote in and mm-hmm. we had a really had a, 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 a ended up being a very nice back and forth and everything and that's anybody listening to this needs to know and sometimes i'm the one that says things without a filter we are very open we're not all of us i think if you if listeners have listened to us for a while know we're like let not set in our ways we're very open to thought and discussion mm-hmm. and learning and and debating and you know we love that stuff yeah. So anything, reach out. We want to hear it. <laughs> I, um, having that back and forth with him, with Ian taught me a lot about that thing that we were talking about a little while ago about the voice of the show. Like it's not all sunshine and rainbows, man. And <clears throat> there are people that sometimes disagree with what you have to say yeah, or do. what I have to say, or you out there, what you have to say. And you know what? That's okay. Not everybody has to fucking agree about everything all the time. It's okay. I think as people, the thing that we need to cultivate is understanding and communication. I don't have to agree with you, but you know what? We could sit down and talk. And at the end of the conversation, we're either going to understand each other's points or agree to disagree. Yeah, it's a, and it's, I, was, I don't have to hate you. Like, no, I was a funny analogy. I was talking with somebody at work about that. Say, if it was Artie, we're talking about like like that's no reason not to be friends because I like mayonnaise and you like Miracle Whip, <laughs> and, and that's a big thing to a lot. A lot of people out there will get that Miracle Whip and mayonnaise. I think there's you a and I constant, are the Miracle Whippers. There's here. a constant yeah, debate with that, but and that, it's like okay, you know what? So we differ. Let's talk about other things. The only There's thing other I like things about Miracle common Whip ground. is the name. Miracle Whip. <laughs> Whip. It's awesome. Miracle Whip. You can't have a tuna fish sandwich Ew. and not have Miracle Whip. I'm Ew. sorry. I, I, I agree with that for a lot of people. <laughs> no, yeah, that's why I'm saying. For that. Oh, yeah. Miracle Whip. Manny's is a hot topic, man. Don't eat Uh-oh. hot Miracle Whip tuna either, though. <laughs> Don't do that. You'll get sick. I like that sriracha mayo. So what did we learn today? I don't know. We learned to, sp- to, to be open and honest and just talk. I mean, we learned that Hunter wrote amazing music. Yes. Yeah. We wrote that we people wrote? are grateful for the show. We learned that we are grateful for the people that listen to the show. Uh, <laughs> we learned that now is a time of, of repair, healing, strengthening, yeah. fixing your home and yourself. You know, 
check it out, man. The one of the things that has really bothered me, aside from the social unrest and a pandemic, <laughs> is I'm one of those people that loves to have stuff to look forward to. I love that. I like looking forward to birthdays and Christmas and concerts yeah, and festivals. I and like to think that's a very common celebration. Yeah. Yeah. Mel's not like that. Mel's not one oh. of those people that is like. I guess I just don't outwardly show it. I mean, if I didn't have oh, okay. them and I, I was didn't get say, them, okay. You know what I mean? If I if I didn't celebrate them and I didn't, you're not like building it up for yourself. No. I was going to say, oh, Mel hates Christmas and celebrations. Oh, no, 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 that's not what I mean. She's not. You're not planning it yeah, ahead yes, and yes. looking down. At so that's been one of the things that's been tough through this for me is that like that got erased. You have nothing to look forward to. Period. That's yeah, it. you always Sorry. have been a planner. It's part of your job. It's part of the podcast. Yeah, that's my true. title You're, for the you are a 17 plan- years planner. I am a planner. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But uh, if you're feeling like that and you're in the midst of the corona coaster and you want something to look forward to and you can swing it, do what we did, man. Plan a camping trip. Get out of your four walls if you can do it. I highly yeah, recommend see, it. We, we, create, just, we created a little, you created a little light at the end of the tunnel mm-hmm. by pushing that button and booking the campgrounds right. over the weekend. That's what I was going to say. J- the fact, just simply planning to do it. Picking the dates. Changed and my by. attitude about the next few weeks. Like, I'm like, oh, cool. We got something yeah. coming up. Like, we're going... So it definitely has because I talked about it where everybody's like, oh, that's cool because people are starting to go and camping a lot. And to hear that of people excited for you, too, is not well, a I common thing I ask people right at now. work all the time, like, are you doing anything fun this weekend? And they're like, no. And I'm like, I'm just asking everybody, hoping that somebody's got a great story for me somehow. <laughs> and so, you know, just to, put, just to put a smile on people's face because, you know, they come in week after week buying the same tired old foods and they're not tired. I, you know, it's actually fantastic. They're what, great. But I get what you mean. You yes. know what I mean? It's, it's the, yeah, the, the wheel that I was talking about last time that little it's turning and you can't slow it down. Yeah. But seriously, like, and it doesn't have to be camping. Go, go stay in a teepee somewhere. Go, <laughs> go rent an Airbnb. A go, go plan to drive to the mountain or the safe? desert or the beach or somewhere that you can safely social distance with your mask Solitude. on. And you know what I'm saying? Like, give yourself a little bit of that light at the end of the tunnel I right did now, that, you guys. Yeah, I did that this week, too. I needed it so bad. Like, I just needed to not be in my house on my day off and I just wanted to be I just I felt like I needed to breathe good (laughs) like like I wasn't like the air around I just needed fresh air and when I went to the beach it was just so nice and I it was actually really easy to social distance and wear your mask at high traffic areas and then be away from everybody and be able to have your mask off comfortably without you know offending anybody or or, or endangering un- or anybody. endangering anybody unknowingly so it was so fantastic and i just and yeah, that makes sense too right like right now we're concentrated on a home if you're at home uh-huh. if you're at home your attention's going to be also on home so you got to like okay 
leave home behind to yeah. mail time and you were like last night you're just like oh like you're like kind of blissed <laughs> out kind of like i had a fantastic it, day in a, my beach yeah. wear and <laughs> it, it was a really nice personal day it was so yeah that's the prescription this week Do you guys it. and you know there's certain people that we have in our like sphere in the no simple road family that i see that they do what we're talking about and good on you man like rain mm, shout those out, two sweet. on their on their deck <laughs> out yeah on the pier catching watching each the sunsets sunset. man i'm envious rain you <laughs> you guys know what's up and Rain signed up on Patreon. What? Shout out to you, Rain. We're saying Shout your name. Shout out. Rain. We Our. speak your name. Speak your name. We love you. Thanks for your... You know what? It's, it's constant support at this time. You always DM me, send me cute stuff. You think about me when you're listening to some crazy booty shaking music. <laughs> you write into the show. You send sweet pictures of your beautiful smile. And I just appreciate you as a friend of the show and a friend to me personally. So thank you so much for doing that and signing up and becoming a Chan donator. We girl. love you, Rain. Hell yeah, I would you, love Rain. you. When Rain spent, she was the first one ever to post a picture with our shirt at a show, wasn't she? Oh, I don't know. I think that might have been Christina. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, no. well, she's posted. Yeah, yeah. Rain. We, we love you, Rain. Love you, Rain. And, you know... I saw this thing today that I will leave you with this. So these Mel and I were watching this TV show and these two guys are traveling all over the world. And Oh, it's they, um they, down under with Zach Efron. Yeah. I saw that was on the TV earlier. So they they go to France and the one guy, I think his name is is it Darren or Aaron? Darren. Okay. The guy Darren that's with him is like, dude, when I get to a new country I like, before I get to the hotel, I like to take off my shoes and touch the earth with my feet, like just to ground myself and get reconnected to the magnetic field of the planet. And it made me think like, when was the last time that you walked around with your feet touching the dirt or the grass or the earth? Like a lot of us spend a lot of time either wearing shoes or in bed and that's it, you know, or you walk around with socks in your house and with everything that's going on right now, one thing that I know for sure is that being in nature is a wonderful balm for what's ailing you. It's a respite for nature is thriving right now. Yeah. And so take your shoes off this week, you guys, and put it in the put them in the grass and just <laughs> don't put your shoes don't in the put grass. your shoes in the grass put, <laughs> put your, your feet. put your bare feet in the grass <laughs> or your socks but put your bare feet in the grass and just feel it for a minute i know it sounds ridiculous no it doesn't it's not you ridiculous. guys know it's the real deal it that's real deal. earth medicine that's your mom and she's right here and she's got our back and everything's gonna be all right and we will get by we love you guys man and soon we'll be dancing barefoot at shows. Yeah. In the rain. We love you. Take care of yourselves. Remember that. And take care of each other. And breathe deep. Don't forget to breathe, everybody. Take the mask down for a moment and take a really good inhale with those nostrils and flush it out of your mouth and just start over. Yeah, man. And uh, 
We love you. If you need anything, DM us. You can hit us up at nosimpleroad at gmail.com. Go to the website. Follow us. Do the hashtags. Smile is stranger. There's a plane flying over. We love you guys. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Heads talking. Out. tell you about the april may 2023 issue of relics magazine features a dave matthews band cover story with additional articles and interviews with the national graham nash wayne shorter alo ivan neville our friend eric krasno and stanton moore marty stewart and much more check out the latest version of relics and subscribe now at relics.com dmb thanks relics Hello, everybody. I'm Bruce. And I'm Nolan. And this is the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. As longtime Dave Matthews Band fans, we set out to create a podcast to dive deep into the past, present, and future of DMB. Not only do we recap and review shows within an ongoing tour, but we revisit past shows from throughout the band's history, conduct interviews with a wide variety of guests with ties to DMB, and create unique and exclusive content like our Concerts on the Corner series. Whether you're a fan of the band or just a fan of great music, we think you'll find something you'll enjoy. We can't wait to see you on The The Corner Corner of Gray Street. Street.